Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Open minds on cosmic lines. If you want to call in to future episodes of Cosmic Channels, the number is 1-833-703-0424. The lines are open Sundays between 6.30 and 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time. The Cosmic Channels are open. Welcome to Cosmic Channels number four, where we are taking calls about cryptid encounters, you name it, Bigfoot, Mothman, Chupacabra. Lubega. Lubega. <laughs> no, uh, we already did a whole podcast about Lubega last time. <laughs> we d- Yes, we did. Um, if you are looking to call into the show, the number is one 833 we have a call queue going. I hope it works. So first call, first call through gets a story. If uh, you call, you should be, should, if you're, if you call and you not, you don't get through, you should be put on hold and we should be able to get to you. So hopefully it works. All right. Lines are now open. Do you guys ever, uh, any of you guys ever had a cryptid sighting or th- no. think you've seen one? At first, there was one time when I was out in the woods where I, I seen, I thought maybe I seen a Bigfoot, but ended up just being a bear. I wanted it to be a Bigfoot so bad. That it became to morph, it started to morph into a Bigfoot. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck that. It's starting to look more and more like a Bigfoot and more, yeah. more around The more here. I squint, the more I can't <laughs> tell what it is. I mean, I already um, told my, I already told my story about my cryptid encounter at some point, uh, I was probably, I don't know, it was, it was still when I was a kid. So, I mean, that automatically kind of, I don't know. For me, it's like, well, I was a kid uh, driving down the highway at some point. Uh, I think it was either in Ohio or Michigan, somewhere around the border. And I remember seeing something running along the highway. And I just I just always remember that that one, it looked like like it was things like jumping along the highway and, and moving like, like a primate. I remember moving like a, like a baboon or something. And I just remember, I remember asking my grandma or something about it and her talking about, <laughs> talking about boogers and not the <laughs> ones, not the ones you get in your nose, but you know, boogers, boogers yeah, is, a, is a regional name for, um, uh, Bigfoot like creatures, like Midwest term, um, you know, Ohio, Michigan, like uh, Illinois. boogie monsters kind of is that like short for boogie well, monster or I'm not sure if it's short for boogie monsters, but I know it's just like, like boogers, like, but like you, if you look it up and, um, like there are people in the Midwest that, that do call them boogers. boogers. So here in Canada, those are, those are in your nose. Right. <laughs> I think most places, <laughs> but those people who do know boogers are, are just a type of, you know, they are a type of Bigfoot or that's what people say that they are. And I, I think I might have saw one when I was a kid. I could have been falling asleep in my seat when I was in the car, but I don't know. Like, I just remember seeing that and just not knowing what it is and kind of asking about it. And then it's like, oh, boogers or something. I mean, <sighs> if if I were to choose my choice of cryptid encounter, I would definitely pick Jeff, the talking mongoose. That would definitely <laughs> be my... AKA the Delby spook. I I remember a time when I was a kid. Again, I was a little kid. 
and I lived in Peachland, um, and we lived at the top of this like steep hill, and the road kind of went down to the bottom of this like T cul-de-sac, and uh, I remember it. I remember standing out at our one window that looked down the street, and I remember seeing this huge bird like land on the light post down at the end of the street, but it was humongous. Like it looked like the size of a man. Again, I was a little kid, so, you know. <laughs> Mothman. Mothman. And I remember like, I remember seeing it being like, oh my God. And then like yelling at my parents to come see and then it flew away. And it just always stuck with me, like seeing that. I don't know what it was. Like back then it could have just been like, I had no, I had probably never seen like one of those uh, red-tailed hawks or whatever they are, or like a, even a bald eagle. Like, And it was like a little bit nighttime. So if like one of those had landed, like those things are humongous. A little bit but, nighttime. That's a good description. A little, like little bit nighttime. Just a little just bit. A little, just a little just bit a of nighttime. Just a little bit nighttime. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Dusk. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. A little bit nighttime. Not quite, not quite nighttime. Just a little bit of nighttime. Yeah. Where Are we streaming this on YouTube as well again? Should be on streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Periscope. I'm getting some messages saying people can't find it. Uh-oh. Oh, there it is. I see it. No, it's definitely crazy. If you follow the page, you should see it. No calls. No one wants to call us to tell us their cryptid story yet. Don't be shy. Call in. No judgment. Even if you've fucking seen a bear, just make it seem they're like it was Bigfoot. They're obviously <laughs> blocking the calls from coming in. They don't want us to expose the truth. Spice Maybe. it up. Or even if you haven't had a cryptid encounter, how about like top three cryptids? Favorite cryptid. Call in, tell us your favorite, favorite cryptid. cryptid. Anything and to why? do with cryptid. Yeah. <laughs> Who would win in a cryptid fight? Put two cryptids against each other. Call in and let us know. And you drink? What is the? What are you drinking there? Uh, Modelo Especial. Oh, nice. I'm off the sauce all month, so I'm drinking a Perrier oh, nice. sparkling water. It's delicious. Perrier sparkling water. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Really hits the spot. It's really, it's really uh, I can't wait till June 1st. 30 days is a good, is always a good haul. If you can do 30 days straight, no beer, that's good. You probably drop, how much, how much weight you drop now? Just from not drinking. I, it's hard to say from not drinking because we also did the running challenge last month. If you say so you didn't like drop any weight because of running eh. challenge, because you're drinking. Okay, well, I'm down. I'm down 14. Boom. Today. That's good. So I don't know if that's all three weight or. Uh. It's all from your fucking face. All yeah, of it. it is. All it's of your jowls. Your jowls yeah. have just disappeared. Look at that. You that's, can't even look at it. You can't even I Paul can't even Bear make, anymore. I can't even make <laughs> can't it Paul a cool Bear. double chin. <laughs> double chin. You can't the, Paul Bear anymore. It's it's also linked. Like the only problem with that is, is that like the weight is directly linked to how funny I am. Like nothing I say is funny and the less fat I am, the less funny I am, I think. So um, don't worry You're everyone who's now. worried. I will put that all back on ASAP. Always, June 3rd. Always comes back. Yeah. The skinnier you get, the crazier you have to get. I mean, look at look at Alex Jones. Like he's got banned off of YouTube and inf- with his InfoWars and stuff. But the dude... Uh, if you watch some of his more recent streams, he looks pretty jacked. He looks like he's been working out. He does. He looks ripped. Well, it's because he's fucking doing <laughs> testosterone and cocaine. Yeah, get, that's his supplementation. Eat his neighbors. That's the best stack <laughs> right there. Uh, getting ready to eat his neighbors. 
Right, someone's got to have a cryptid tale. Come someone's, on with one spooky cryptid tale. I, I just <laughs> I just called the line just to make sure it works. It works, so call through. <laughs> it Someone is Someone just said, I can't get over how dreamy Andrew is. <laughs> I pictured him as a short, fat Mexican. <laughs> it's a short, fat Mexican. <sighs> and it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm male. Just saying. <laughs> Fucking mongoose oh, cryptid. Um, I've I I mean I've had a ton of experience like in the woods hunting, but I've never once been like, oh, this is something like intelligent. Half the time, it's it'll be like um, you just hear something crack, like you're out for first light or whatnot, and like you hear the the crack in the woods and the walking. It always crosses my mind. I'm like monster. First thing, like oh, I think, monster. I think it's, I think Andrew can agree with me when it's hard to have a cryptid encounter in the forest when you don't want to go into the forest to have a cryptid encounter. That's true. Buddy, I'm scared of having a fucking encounter while I turn the lights off and walk out of a room. All right? I'm not going in the fucking woods. <laughs> yeah, that was always it. one of my fears is to have, like, you know, you go into your room at night because uh, when I was a kid, like, my bedroom window was, like, on the ground level. And that's always that. I mean, it's probably for anyone. Like, just having somebody looking in that window... When you like turn off the light and there's the face, Ugh, like, totally. Ugh, fuck, like I live in a I live in a fucking suburb, and it was like I'd still for some reason I had like a patch of forest near, uh, near my house, and I'd still freak out about Bigfoot like living in there for some reason. I'm like that doesn't make any sense. Still, he could be there. No, Dan, Dan, all you need is a little patch of forest, and then a couple underground tunnels. Boom, Bigfoot could be anywhere. Oh yeah, the the giant the the monumental. Uh, tunnel network that that Bigfoot uses to get around the country. How Forgot. else? How else can he disappear so quickly? He's probably got hidden trap door, like trap doors. Thought he with, could like, teleport with boulders and shit. He rolls a boulder open, comes out of the port, comes out of the underground tunnel, fucks around for a bit. People find him, try and trace his footsteps. All of a sudden, the footsteps disappear. It's because he went back in the hole, rolled a boulder. It's probably like a ten thousand pound boulder, which no no one should be able to roll, but Bigfoot can roll it, obviously. Rolls it open, rolls it closed, and, it, and he's gone. And it blends perfectly in with the the, the wall, the stone wall that he perfectly. walks into. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I just like, uh, it's like I would love to go hunting for a Bigfoot, but also it's like I, you know, I listen to a lot of Bigfoot podcasts, and it's it's. Like just some of the sounds people hear, even if it's not really a Bigfoot, like they say, like, you know, what are these sounds? It's like, I have no idea. Like, I it, maybe it could be a mountain lion. Like, I've heard I've heard recordings of, of sounds that mountain lions make, and those are fucking scary. Yeah, um, that would not be any more comforting than a Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> like that. No, thank you. And then, you know, but it, there's also that thing. It's like if you go out in the woods and you go in some of these areas that you're Bigfoot hunting doesn't it make sense that there would be other groups Bigfoot hunting and it's like they're playing recordings out there to try to attract Bigfoot? Well, that's always the one theory is like uh, when people go tree knocking, like you go out to like a, a high, like a Bigfoot hot zone, they will say like, okay, you start tree knocking, but then there's another group of people just like on the other side of the valley and they hear the knock and like, oh, motherfucker, it's Bigfoot. And then they start tree knocking. Then you start. Right. What are you talking about? I'm telling you, that's this is what happens to people. That's what yeah, I that's think what the tree saying, knocking like, right, is. Like, yeah. That's. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you, now you like, is there knocking. a big is there a Bigfoot mating call that they can do? Do we know one yet? I'm looking for one right now. Okay. I don't I don't think there's one. 
I don't, I don't really. I mean, like, so how would, like, does anybody, here, call the line if you have any tips on how to catch a fucking Bigfoot. I'd like to know that. Oh, we got a call. <laughs> those are his, those are his food. <laughs> we got one. Hey, what's going on? Hey, you're on, yo, what's going Cosmic on? Cosmic Channels. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where, where are you calling from? I'm, come, I'm Jay. I'm calling from uh, Virginia. Oh, Dan, local Ooh. to you. Hi, Nick of the Woods. <laughs> West right Virginia? On, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, you, uh, you got a cryptid story for us or encounter or theory? I do. I, I do. Um, so basically, I live in the uh, Blue Ridge Mountains area of uh, Virginia uh, on about 10 acres. Is that, by, is that anywhere and, near um, the Shenandoah River? Yes. <laughs> um, that is That's a mountain. That is I mean, there is a Shenandoah close. River Valley. I'm more um, <laughs> southeast or southwest southeast. Virginia. Um, southwest. Okay. Trying to think what what would be a good landmark, um, like Lynchburg, Roanoke, are the two biggest cities around here. Okay. Pretty rural. Um, but anyways, so I was uh. My, my daughter was outside playing and she thought she heard coyotes. So she comes running in. She's like, Daddy, I got coyotes out here. So I get my hunting gear on and I'm like, I'm going to kill one of these bastards because I'm tired of them, you know, harassing uh, my family and I. So I go out there and I post up next to a tree and all of a sudden to my left, I see a black mass move. And it was about seven feet tall, left Jesus. or right between the tree lines. So I don't fire at the black mass, but I fire away from it in, into a tree. And I hear this growl. This it, It's not a human growl, and it wasn't a animal growl. It was something in between. And so I got a little bit freaked out. I seen the animal move again, and... I fired another shot and it let out this growl and I like sent chills down my spine. I ran back into the house. My kids were, had the window open, heard the thing too. And I was like, oh, you know, it's just coyotes, you know, not trying to scare them. Right. Um, but here comes the, a little bit of the creepy part. So a couple of nights later, um, I go to let my cats out and they go onto the back porch and it's about, eight feet off the ground and I immediately feel something staring at me and the cats are staring in the same direction and so I can't see anything but I pull up my phone and I start snapping pictures and zooming in as far as the phone would go uh, and I snap in random pictures I go back in the house and I have pictures of a creature but its eyes are lit up glowing white Oh, and it, it, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it, it's hard to find because the camera's so zoomed in that it's a little bit blurry. But I have two photos. One looks like the hand is like on a tree. The next one, the hand is by its side. And uh, yeah, pretty creepy you got, stuff. You gotta send those in. And then yeah, can you send yeah. those. Can you send, send those right? straight to our emails? emails. Yeah. yeah. I'll email them to you for sure. Please do. Um, the last part of this, um, that was about four months ago. So about a month ago, my son and I are riding dirt bikes 
back through the woods, and I'm like, dude, son, there's a there's a cow, a calf, because a, a cow pasture behind my house. And like, he's dead. So we ride over there, and this thing looked like it was butchered. It wasn't torn apart by coyotes or anything like that. It looked like it was legitimately butchered and left there, like properly, like you would um, skin an animal yourself after hunting, um, gut it, and all that stuff. It was, it was, it was really, really odd. Um, and that was so, the last so my, strange. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so my my one question for you in that scenario is, uh, how's house hunting coming? <laughs> you looking for a new place to live? Time, or what? I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no, I, I'm, I'm not. I see. I don't know what it was. It, I mean, it, it, it freaked me out, and uh, I am looking for a new place to live. But I'm not in like <laughs> this huge, huge rush to find a place to live. I mean, I'm not saying it was a uh, cryptoid or you know, a energy of some sort, but it was some. It was something. I mean, something really, really bad. <laughs> really, really scary. Something not easily explainable. It was scary. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I just want to talk a little bit more about the the growl. Like, was it was it like a deep, like like some bass in it, or is it was like, you know you could bassy and high pitch is the best way I can describe it. It's oh, just two tone. Like 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 I've, I've never heard anything that. Uh, that that pitch and that tone, but when you hear it, I mean, it'll give you goosebumps. And man, I was scared. Like I was like shaking. I, and it was, you know, I hunt. So when you spend time in the woods, you're used to the sounds. It was dead silent. Like no birds chirping, no squirrels running. It was just silence. And always, um, I always count that like in hunting too. Is like if there's a predator nearby or there's another animal, like the the fucking chipmunks usually stop or you know, everything. Silent. You get that you get that weird that definite eerie feeling. So I know what you mean there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was it was crazy. And I and I, I apologize. My speech. You guys can relate to this. I uh, I busted out my front tooth playing basketball. So mm. I have a little bit of a list going on. I know exactly, <laughs> exactly how you feel. It's not, it took me like almost yeah. a year to get my fucking tooth back. I, I have to go to the dentist Tuesday, but I'm all, I'm all like, you know, speaking weird. It's, uh, it's annoying. Oh dude, I was shooting but food out of Bell, my mouth left and right doing that. <laughs> it's horrible, man. Trying to eat is like, you know, yeah, a, sucks. a task. I feel you. But, uh, I'm trying to play Apex with you, Zell. Zell, I'm trying to get on the Apex. All right, man. Yeah, I need a up. good squad. Theorist Zell is my gamer tag. You and Byron. Yep, add us up. We're always looking for a third. Okay, man. What's, what's your gamer tag? It's Theorist Space Z E L or Z E L for all you foreign speakers down there. Uh, all right, cool, man. All right, I appreciate man. it, man. And uh, I have to tell you guys, my favorite podcast by far. I've been listening since almost the beginning, and. I uh, I left the review that you guys thought was fake, where I said Mr. Conspiracy was uh, the great mind of our generation, <laughs> and it was kind of just to get Braden Braden going a little bit, which it did. It wasn't a fake five five star review. It was uh, it was legit. <laughs> hey, cheers, man! We appreciate Keep the support. Good work, guys.
All right. Thanks, we'll talk, Jay. We'll talk All right, man. Thank you. Bye. Oh, man. Take care. There we go. First cryptid story. Unexplainable uh, giant creature. Probably well, probably it, a Bigfoot. Listen. Probably Bigfoot. No, nah, the guy's lost all his credibility with his last sign-off thing he had to say there. It's it. <laughs> it's, it. it's fake. <laughs> yeah, Make here believe. I was in Virginia thinking I was safe from Bigfoot. Wrong. Fuck no. So wrong. <laughs> Dude, Bigfoot has a plethora of monsters. I would say it has the most monsters per capita. You, plethora? You Virginia? Virginia has a Virginia? plethora There's, of monsters? You said Bigfoot yeah. has a plethora what? of monsters. Virginia does. How? How many Is there Mothman there too? No, Mothman's West Virginia. Is an Ohio Grassman there too? That, <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Ohio Grassman is from Virginia. Virginia. How did you Everyone, know? Everybody knows that. Just all of them. The fucking skunk monkeys there too. Yeah. The cabbage, cabbage patch man. Yep. All right. Makes He's sense. there. If That's you run Florida. into Jeff, let me know. I want to meet that guy. Um, all right. The first call. Anyone else got a cryptid Bigfoot story? Call in. The number is one eight three three seven zero three zero four two four. All Not right. A lot of people with cryptid <laughs> stories. I want to see today. that guy's pictures, though, man. I want to see. I'm curious. Curious. I hope he sends him in. We got That's we got crazy. someone else on the line here. Let's bring him in. Hello, you're on Cosmic Channels. Who are we speaking with? This is Julie. Hi, you guys. Hey, Julie. Where are you calling from? I'm from Colorado. Nice. And that's where my Colorado. story happened in Colorado. Um, so I, I don't know what I saw, but I, I still to this day don't know what it was. But I'm out on the eastern plains of Colorado, which is like nothing. There's nothing out there. Like this road is the only road going north and south and I'm heading north and like a mile up ahead on the road something runs by it goes fast and and, and I swear to god there's no logical explanation for for a greyhound to be out in the middle of nowhere in Colorado but it looked like a greyhound so I think it was like a chupacabra type thing I don't know oh, like shit. I don't know it was not a deer it was not a it was not an antelope it was not a coyote because it was huge it was big like, because I was like a half a mile away when it ran across the road. And like, I still, it was brindle. You know, like those greyhounds that are like brindle, um, kind of like the pit bulls are brindle. Right. Uh, like brown, and black, uh, white kind of color. Yeah. It, it definitely was some kind of doggish thing. I just don't know what it was. So it was moving, it was moving on all fours. Yes. Yeah. It was running hard, it was running fast. I mean, could it have been a loose greyhound dog? So, it was too big. I mean, I guess it did look like, it did look like a greyhound, but I'm telling you, you have to picture the eastern plains of Colorado. It's like in every direction, 50 miles, nothing, oh, nothing. Wow. Now I know a, I, I, I've seen a couple pictures of chupacabra where um, some people think that it might be a, some like a coyote with mange. I've seen, I seen a couple. Uh, it didn't look like it had means. Right, so I, I've I've seen a couple like that. So that could that could be it, but I I I'm never one to say it's not a chupacabra. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah, it was just a really big dogish thing. So 
Like, could you tell how big the head was? Was the head more streamlined? Was it more, you know, like, was it more like a pit bull type of head? Like, yeah, I didn't really see the head because it went by so fast. Like, it was literally full out running. And you said it just ran across the road from, like, left to right? Yeah. Okay. From the right to the left. Yeah. Was it like a... Weird. What was the gate like? Like was it like a was it like a loping or was it like a was it like a canine run? Where it, it was, was just like, like a full out like all, like two legs in front, two legs in back, like galloping. Like full like full tilt. Something something's running full tilt, like a outstretched yeah. run. Now do they yes. have they have wolves yes. in Colorado? I'm sure they got wolves. Not down that way. Not down there. Not down, yeah, not down that way. Not down the plains. Okay, that's cool. So, Maybe it's a thylacine. That's the only only weird thing I've ever seen. You didn't you didn't get out and try and hunt it down? I mean, I looked. I actually stopped on the side of the road because I'm like I'm the only car on the road in the middle of this nowhere place. Right. And um, I stopped because I'm like it has to be around here. Like, how far could it have gone? And you could see literally for a hundred miles. And now here's no, there's nothing here's there. my question: What were you doing out there, bearing a body? Mm. Good question. No. That's the real question. That is the I was history. like at the time. <laughs> at the time, I was um, the hog farm inspector for the state of Colorado, so I was like down south oh, inspecting shit. hog farms. So I was on my way home to Denver. Um, so that was like on my ride home. Cool. That's cool. Do you have a badge? Did I have a badge? No. No. Too bad. <laughs> what the badge say? Hog inspector. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be badass. It's a big, big fucking badge, like an amulet yeah. style badge. It's got Porky Pig on it. <laughs> I don't even think I had a laminate ID. I, I can't even remember. Maybe I had a lanyard or something. What's your official? Is your official job title hog inspector? It can't like be. at the time, yeah, I was the only. I was the only hog farm inspector like the state of Colorado ever had. Oh, you can just go for so many, weird, jokes, so many jokes. So many jokes. So many jokes. You're at the bar meeting people, and they ask, "Well, what do you do?" Hey, I'm a hog inspector. You're giving people the wrong yeah. idea. <laughs> hey, it's not even. It's not as, as bad as what I do now. So, whatever. Oh, what is it? What is it? Spill it. Oh, I'm a. I'm a. I write romance books. What's wrong with that? Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's fucking awesome. Dope. Are they romance books about hog Like, because that's weird too, right? That's- no, it's not. It's no, good. Where can, we, where can people find your stuff? Yes, give a shout out to yourself. Plug it. Plug yourself. No, no, no. No, no, no you got to do it. You got to tell you people. You got to do it. Come on book. now. Dan's a big romance guy. No. Dan will read your book. Get out of here. I probably would read it. Yeah, probably take him two days. Not even. Half a day. Dan reads your book. Half a day. Six hours. Spill it. Where, um, where, what's your book? It's so my I have like seventy five of them, and, and my um my author name is J A Huss H U S S. J A Huss, you heard it. Go. Can yeah. the p- people find you anywhere books are sold? Kind of thing. Yeah. No, no, actually online mostly because I'm not. I'm an indie publisher, so. Okay, so all mainly digital. Do you do any audio book audio books with your novels? Yeah, I have a ton of audio. Boom! There you go. J. Oh my Huss. god. Uh taking turns. Three, two, one. Mr. Mystery. Oh no, Mr. Mysterious. Oh, I, I like, like that. that. I like the title of that one. Woo! The inspector and the steamy hog. right now. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are steamy, tragic. Hey, his no. turn. 
That's nothing wrong with writing fucking books. Hell no. Hell that's yeah. awesome. If you ever need somebody oh. to do an audiobook, Brayden. Yeah. 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 Give Brayden a call. If, <laughs> if you're yeah, ever yeah, looking for really? someone to sweep the female listeners off their feet and you need a <laughs> nasally voice. Yes. Buddy, cover model. Right there, Brayden. Yeah. Fabio. Yep. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you guys have a great podcast. I think you guys have a great voices together. I really, really enjoy your podcast. I listen yeah. all the time. Oh, we, we appreciate the support. Hey, anyways, thanks, thanks for the story about the runaway chupacabra in Colorado. Check out J. A. Huss if you're looking for uh, some sick romance Steamy. novels. Yeah, internet's down in the quarantine, and you want to yeah, you steam it up turn a bit, on when you turn the page. All right, Ooh, we got. We're good. gonna see if there's anyone else on the line. All right, hey, we we appreciate okay, the call. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Romance novel she author. Has, That's awesome. She has we are listening to so many books. That's a lot. It's unbelievable. I'm just scrolling through. I was like, there's so many. It's awesome. That's awesome. Was not expecting that. She's like, yeah, my new job sucks. Like, what is it? After I can just see her. Dude, she's she's <laughs> probably sitting there in those oh. fucking pig pens, sick of that shit the whole time, dreaming of writing romance novels, and she made it happen. Made it happen. Yeah, that's good, that's for, good her. for her. That's a good her. American story right there. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything's possible. Hogs to riches. <laughs> Hogs to riches. There you go. All right. We got, um, um, we got, yeah, we got the, the lines have opened up here. We got another person on. Let's, Let's bring them in. in right now. Hello, Cosmic Channels. You're, you're live. What's going on, guys? Oh, not a lot. Having a couple beers, talking about some cryptids. Who are we speaking with? I, I love it. My name's Derek. I'm from, uh, from Vegas. Oh, hey, we know, Derek, we know we you. Know, we remember you. We remember you. Exactly. Yeah, man. Hell Derek, yeah. How you guys doing? I won't say your last name, but we remember who you are. You've been around yeah, oh a long yeah. time. Yeah. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, Derek was did. part of, if if you listen to our podcast, Derek uh, was a prominent in the Las Vegas story where we met uh, fake Elvis singing karaoke on the street <laughs> for like eight oh hours. Oh my God, dude. And drank the yeah. bar dry. Drank so them out drunk. of beer, legit out of beer. Out of, yeah, I drank them out the, of that beer. That was the first time I've ever seen a bar say, hey, we're, uh, we're out of drinks. You guys drink this track. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was fun. Yeah, anyway, that was great, a good time. Man. Anyways, man, you got uh, you got any cryptid stories for us? Man, I got I got some good stories. I mean, mine mine's a little bit more of a ghost side. I don't know if that works. Yeah, we're uh, you're on the line, man. Let's hear but... it. All right, perfect. So yeah, when I was younger, I uh, and to this day it still freaks me out because when I was younger, I uh, I would have a lot of nightmares in the house that I lived in. And one day I had a pretty bad nightmare. I go in, I go to sleep with my mom. And, you know, I'm a little, you know, this isn't like a year or two ago. <laughs> and uh, so I get in the bed with my mom and I just remember something grabbing me from the edge of the bed and pulling me off. My mom's screaming. She's trying to get me like back on the bed. And from, from that, I still don't know. I mean, obviously it was probably a dream, but from that day on, like even now, I can't sleep on the side of the bed. Like I can't have my back towards the edge of the bed because I always think something's going to grab me. Like I have to sleep with the nightlight on. Like it has scarred me from then on and it felt so real that I really don't even know if it was a dream or not. Jesus. Crazy. Yeah. But you, it, it, it's nuts. Like to this day, it still freaks me out. So you, you like still remember like the f- sensation of being grabbed off the bed. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and I just remember the house always having nightmares. I never had night like even the house I'm in now, 
Like, I don't have any nightmares. But the house then always had nightmares. Like, there was always this weird, eerie feeling in the house. Like, we saw a lot of stuff in the house. You know, plants moving, like, silhouettes. Um, it was just really creepy. And I think, I don't know, I think it maybe was just the house. That something was in the house, and luckily it didn't follow. But, yeah, it, uh... I mean, it's it's definitely held strong with me for, you know, 20 plus years. So... Yeah, anything that... It's like, a little creepy. I don't, anything that stays with you that long, like, obviously had a severe impact on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have ever had any kind of experiences like that or, or heard of anybody having anything that... Like, obviously, I feel like it was a dream, but, I mean, for it to be that strong and to hold on and to make me feel like it maybe wasn't a dream is weird. And I talked to my mom about it. She's like, I don't even remember that. So it's just it's really weird. Creepy. Um, if you listen yeah. to our last week's Cosmic Channels, we had a whole bunch of people um, tell various shadow stories and similar stories. Um, whole bunch of them. Oh, man. Okay. Tons Good. of, tons so of creepy shit out there, man. You're, not, you're definitely not the only one. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, it's not just you. Right. You're not the only one haunted by demons. Yep. And Lou Bega. And Lou Bega. Right. It's getting <laughs> and, and singing Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was that was honestly my favorite Elvis. Okay. I, hope I hope he's, he's still, still there. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, he's totally still there. I mean, not right now because of COVID, but yeah, just like before the COVID thing happened, he was definitely still there. Like, I think he's got a cane now, you know, because he was running all slow before. But <laughs> do you remember when? He he just loved Dan for some reason. He just loved Dan's voice, and so when he oh, yeah. was like, "Come up and sing this song for me," and he just picked this old timey tune that Dan didn't know. So Dan was just standing up on the streets of Vegas singing some old timey tune that he didn't that know. That I didn't know. To. I one hundred percent did not know this song. And then old timey Elvis started duetting with you. It was great. That was a great what was song. The song? Yeah, he's like, for some reason. I like I know of the song. Like I know I'm just a gigolo. Like I know of the song, but I don't know the song. Like I don't I've never really heard like the whole song, but I think I've heard the title somewhere. Oh, it was, man. Uh, yeah, that was pretty <laughs> that was really fun. Well next time well next time you guys all make it out, man, we'll have to see Elvis again. Oh we're we're going back <laughs> oh. for a, a repeat of that day, it was so fun. Yeah. That was a great oh, time. Good, good. All right, man. Well I'll let you guys get back to it and keep doing what you're doing. It's great. Thanks, Derek. Appreciate it. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, Derek. Peace out, buddy. So many people have terrifying stories of the night and dreams and nightmares getting pulled off beds. It's crazy. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of when you like you lived in that haunted house out for a while a little bit, Zell. What? My haunted house? What are you talking about? Or, or maybe it was Lady Zell's house. Oh, when I first met Lady Zell. This is the only legit paranormal story I have is when I first met her, like when I was first starting to sleep over, she would tell me like... Hey, I don't want to be, sound weird, but something happens on my bed where it like feels like someone heavy just sits on it, like really heavy, like a big dude sits on it. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, yeah, he something sits on it and I feel it like go down and like crush down, but no one's there. I'm like, was it the cat? He's like, no, the door's closed. I was like, hmm. Yeah, okay. sure. You should get out of this house right now. Yeah, and right sure enough, now. within two weeks, new house. I was like, this house is fucking haunted. Get out of here. Did it happen to you, Zell? I didn't experience it, really. I thought maybe I did. I think I thought I did because I was looking for it, but I never really felt that sensation of like a giant, like heavy beast sit on the bed. But she said it happened many times. So 
That's crazy. All right, we got one. We got another uh, another caller here. Let's bring him in. Hello, you're on Cosmic Channels. Who are we speaking with? Richard. Hey, Richard, where are you calling from? Alberta. Alberta, just General Alberta, Alberta or you want to give us a, a town? Just uh, General Alberta. Just deep out in the out in the country. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You got a you got a story for us? Yeah, I actually have stories, man. I got lots of stories that I could tell. Okay, well, let's. Um, um, I grew up. Give us your best one first. If in, we got uh, time, we can do more. Yep, absolutely. I grew up in uh, northern Ontario, and I know a spot that, my gosh, you can't go. Uh, you can't, you cannot not have an experience. It is insane how bad it is there. Creepy. When uh, uh, we were staying, I was with my family. I was probably about four or five. I actually forgot about the incident. And then my sister brought it up one day. She's much older than me. And when she mentioned it, it just, everything just came flowing back. We had moved um, back into the area and we didn't have a place to stay. So we were staying at like a trapper's cabin in the middle of the woods. And there's an area right by it that is referred to as the spook hole. And it's just an area that all the locals do not go near. You, It's just, you don't go there. Day or night, you don't go down there. It's basically like a swamp, but you got to go down in, it's a deep valley all around it to go down into it. Well, this cabin we were staying at was actually just maybe a mile from the spook hole up in the hill. And we were there staying one night. We stayed there for a couple nights. And my parents knew about it. We, everybody knew the histories. Of course, us kids didn't understand fully at the time. And one night we got woke up by a scratching on the roof of the building. And it was a big log building too. Um, they use it for snowmobiling as well. And it, it just, it literally sounded like something tearing through the roof coming in. And I remember laying there and like I, I forgot about this incident until my sister mentioned it and as soon as she did I just like instant just you feel your blood just drain and it just brings back horrible memories so we're laying there there's four kids I'm the youngest I got three older siblings and my sister being the oldest my two parents and there's this scratching at the roof and my parents are trying to keep us really really quiet because they know the stories they've dealt with some of the stuff that's happened back in that area but we had no place to go at the time so while us kids are laying there freaking out our mom's trying to get us quiet my dad is trying to like he's politely telling us to shut up he has his uh, rifle out he opened the door he got us all i remember this like it just it comes right back in my mind i remember him opening the door my parents had us all lined up straight in a row my dad went out to the vehicle first. He went out, he opened the door of the vehicle that we were traveling in. And he went back and he told my mom, he said, okay, like he had us all ready. And I said, you kids, there's no messing around. When this door opens, you were going straight for that vehicle and you get in, not a word, nothing. And they loaded us up, it was about three in the morning and we were rushed into that vehicle and just basically tossed in and we were gone. And, and to this, yes, and I got like, it, it's insane. Um, we know our, our friends to the south, the Americans. They love their ad. They love the rifle. And my grandparents were um, trap liners. They run a, a black bear trap line. Yep. And they had one fella. Like for the most part, like they, a lot of people from Indiana would come up. 
And for the most part, everybody was respectful. My grandparents said, like, this is, like, we're not going down in this area to put any baits. It's not happening. Like, it's prime place for bears, but they wouldn't go there. Nobody would go down there into this spook hole. No kidding. So this, yeah, this one, this one fella came up. He was new to the group. He'd come up with the rest of the group that had been, been just reoccurring for years and years. So he heard about this area and he wanted to go down there and he kept hounding and hounding and my grandparents kept trying to talk him out of it and so did his friends and they said like no you're not we're not doing it we're not doing it and he kept it up kept it up and my grandparents even told the fella like listen we didn't put up any bear bait there's nothing going on um so uh, there's no bear baits down there we're not doing that after a couple days they finally agreed so my grandparents and my father so three adults with rifles go down. They set one bear bait and they set, they just marked the trees, notched them on the way back up the hill and they left. And they told the guy, we put one up, give it a couple days. They showed him where it was. And they said, when it comes time, we'll drive you there. We'll show you the trail. You're on your own. We are not coming in for you. So he did. It was early morning. They, they drove to, they drove their vehicles. And this is right by this, uh, this uh, camp we were staying at. But this is many years after. They showed him the notch trees to look for going down into the bottom of the spook hole. And they told him, we are not coming back. You were on your own from here. And they left. It was late night, probably a, probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night when they're all drinking, having fun back at my grandma's house. And they all realized all of a sudden we're missing a guy. And they were just about to go in and get him when this guy came in the yard, and he he wasn't saying a he wasn't saying a thing to anybody. He was going through campers and everything of people that he came up with, grabbing all of his stuff and throwing it in the vehicles. And my grandpa, they they kept asking like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And he uh, like, I, oh, "Man, I can't even think of half these stories without getting emotional." Like, it's intense back there, but. They kept asking him, what's going on? What's going on? And when they finally got him to stop and actually speak, they like they said he was absolutely shaking. He could hardly come up with the words. All he said is, I don't know what the hell you guys have here, but I am not coming back. And he never did. He saw something. He said that he saw something appear in the marsh, like across the other end of the marsh. And he's sitting in a blind made of just trees. He picked up his rifle and he said he looked through the scope and it just, whatever was across that marsh, it's like it knew he was there. It just turned and looked straight at him and it started walking, coming around the bank. And he said he was too afraid. He didn't know, he doesn't even, didn't even know what he was looking at. He said, I can't even describe it, that there's nothing to describe it with. He said he just froze. He was too afraid to pull the trigger. He just, he wanted out of there. And he was, he said, finally, he just stopped until it was just dark there's no movement and he had no choice but to leave it's oh, absolutely yeah it's it is insane my um as we got older as kids i remember like we grew up in those woods and my grandparents my other grandparents lived just a couple miles from that spook hole like probably four or five mm-hmm. miles from it they have had some intense stuff happen there my own family has had it happen living on the family's land it's it is like I mean, it is unbelievable the stories that come out of that place. Now, um, so what do you think? What do you think it is? 
we don't see we've you know people say oh well you know oh it's a bigfoot and ha 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 other people say no like what you hear of a, a bigfoot described or el nasty as i should say yep <laughs> it, it's nothing like that uh, my grandparents who lived there their whole life they have always believed that it's you know something like a spirit uh, like a Wendigo, that's what my grandma's oh, side is native. Don't fuck with Wendigos. Man. No, fuck that. Yes. And that's what she said. They believe it's something that shows up when you've either done something wrong or it, just, it shows up when it needs to put you on a different path. Um, I remember as a little kid standing in my grandpa's yard. Uh, it's, it's quite a poor area. It has been for many years. And... When he was, oh, geez, up into the 50s, they were still using horses getting around. And I remember being at my grandparents one day, and we're talking, this is about 91 now. I was probably seven or so at the time. And you could hear horses. You could hear the range. You could hear the jingling. And I remember my grandpa, He, you could hear it as kids. And he looked at us, and he gets a grin. He was an older fellow by that hunched over little guy. And he says, you hear that, don't you? And it's just like, yeah, what is it, Grandpa? And he's like, oh, that's my horses. And as kids, we're like, why, you have horses? No way. And he says, well, I don't have them, but I had them. And we're like, oh. what do you mean? This is when we were first introduced to it. And he's like, come with us. He, we walk out to the gravel road out the end of his driveway and standing there. And I swear as you know it just you could feel the horses run by you it just got louder and louder and louder and they just if it wasn't for like if you had your eyes closed you would have swore the horses run by you it's like it's like a place where like the veil is thin you know it is it is unbelievable thin um i had an uncle who lived on the land he literally got chased out one night he had an incident in his house where Oh man, if I ramble, let yeah. me know. But I've got so many. I was just going to cut in. I don't, want, I don't mean to cut you off, but we're going to yeah. try, try and take a couple more calls. That is one of the yeah. creepiest stories we've had. Yeah. And, so, and six, do me a favor. Yeah. Do me a favor. No matter how much yeah. Zell asks, don't tell him where this spook hole is because you no. no, 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 be no, wanted no, all of us to go. Shut up. Yeah, don't tell him. Shut up, don't tell him. No, tell me. I'm, I'm on Google Earth right now. Where is the spook hole? No. He's going to want to play the fucking Ouija board there or something. Don't tell him. Okay, yeah, it, he's, he's gonna you tell us private. Tell us privately, and that yeah, okay. because we can't travel internationally for the foreseeable future, we're gonna go to the spook hole. Yeah, Zell's gonna go to the spook yeah, hole. Yeah, it's insane. Like it's Andrew's crazy. going to spook hole for sure. Oh, fuck that. Okay, yeah, I could send you a Google pin to it after. Yep. It's cause, just because you got family members living there, they don't uh, they don't want people crawling all over their land, and nope. they just like to keep it private. Their no biggest problem. thing is it, there used to be a big big trouble with this like the more people that were back there growing like living living there and growing up it just seemed to get worse and worse but as people just kind of faded off and went their own ways it died down a bit but stuff still does happen the last thing that happened was when, was when my grandparents both died one died uh, my grandpa died in the winter and early early spring who lived back there and we were worried my grandma would go not long after and she says she told us don't worry guys i'm not going to go until the snow flies and we thought okay we're good i'll be i'll be darned it was late june early july we had a freak snowfall and she passed away that's crazy wow and, hey, yeah, man, it, save like, yeah. save some more stories for the next call-in show because yeah, I'm, oh, sure, I'm sure we'll get back to some lost. ghosts and it sounds like you got endless yeah. ones but uh for tonight we'll have to, we'll have endless, to cap it at that yeah. okay sounds good yeah i'll send you a google pin Please do, man. Appreciate Please it. Please don't. Thank you. Please don't. Well, Dave, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
Okay. I, uh, Hold on a sec. I got a prediction. There's uh, there's also going to be a vampire in the spook hole yeah. pretty soon. <laughs> hey, so what we was can't it? travel internationally. We have to go to the spook hole. No, we fucking don't. Why? We have to. Why? Dude, did you not just hear that story yeah. of the last person that begged to go to the spook hole and then like cried? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Hey, hey, what's that encounter with those fucking aliens scratching that tin roof? It sounds just like that. That's the yeah. Kelly Hopkins villa or whatever yeah. encounter. Yeah, see now if I wasn't interested in paying attention, I wouldn't have asked that question. So suck it in the comments. What did someone say you're not interested? <laughs> yeah. Boom. Oh, yeah. What's up, sucker? Andrew's got two words for you. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to the spook hole. That's the fucking one. No spook hole. No spook hole. Yeah, exactly. No spook hole. Zell, spook what are you seriously? Wait, like you went. You I'm addicted this to shit I'm on yourself, to fear. Man. I'm addicted to fear and trying to track down some paranormal. You shit. got you got fucking Lou Bega hanging out, out outside the fucking studio. Yeah, that girl right. last time said yeah. I got the fucking demon. She said, "See the demon over my shoulder during the live stream." I was like, "Oh, great." That's on you, yeah. man. <laughs> Oh, I knew, I, I kind of knew, I knew this demon has been roaming around the studio for a while. I didn't realize people could see him. I mean, I guess he's, a, I you, guess he's real. You already made me play fucking Ouija board in the Should, woods. I'm not going to school. That was, cool. I can't wait to play Ouija board again. I had to get so That's fucking cool. inebriated to even go there. I'm making a demon board next time with my own blood and like, I'm really going to do it right. Do you even <laughs> bleed though? You're a vampire. Yeah, you'll, you'd be surprised. His blood. You'd be surprised. I mean, yeah. No well, one makes him bleed his blood. own blood. You'll be surprised how much blood I can track down. <laughs> All right. A lot of blood. You, you need some blood? I'll find you some I'll blood. I'll get blood. some blood by this afternoon. Blood. That was, that's terrifying. Yeah, that was horrible. I, I, I have no interest of going there, man. He sounded scared. He like when he's telling scared. like this guy, he was like, he's like, I, he was giving me shivers. The only thing, okay, I was like, if he didn't, if there wasn't the other buildup of like the dad getting the gun, running out to the truck and being like, lining up the kids to be like, when this door opens, run to the car. I would have said, oh, maybe a pack rat or something. But then I was like, no one would do, like that is a crazy rat. So it must've just been wild. It must've been, I can't even imagine. That's terrifying. Um, yeah, we got time for one was, more call if someone... Uh, because that was a call went longer than normal. If someone got fed up and hung up during halfway, call back. We got time for Here, one more. So if you got can a we, story, next call and show, can we do something like fun and happy? Because I'm telling you, yeah, what, dog what, would you what would you like to do? <laughs> well, listen, like, what's your favorite dog? Sighting? After fucking hat, man, the whole night that night, I fucking spent staying up, coming up with like plans on my mind being like, so I'm going to grab my baby. I'm going to trip my fiance and I'm going to run out the fucking door. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Survival of the fittest. Yeah, man. Like I knew right, he was uh, staring at me. We got we got our last call on the line here. Let's bring them in. Hello, you're on Cosmic Channels. Hey, man. What's going on, guys? Hey, who who are we speaking with? Where are you calling from? Uh, Cody from Manitoba. Oh, Cody. Repeat caller. Welcome back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cody was the first caller ever okay. on Cosmic Channels. He, he sure was. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of actually was skeptical about calling again because I'm like, I just keep calling these guys. You're gonna think I'm just weird. <laughs> Man, call in, tell some stories. You got a, you got some yeah. creepy cryptid story or something for us? Well, actually, I got a couple. Um, one of them, you, you were just mentioning about how there was something about um, scratching on a tin roof or something like that. Yeah, that was a famous like alien UFO encounter. And uh, where was it? From? Where was that, Dan? Is it Hopkinsville? Is that it? 
in like where what state in the state somewhere what i'm not uh, sure what state Hopkinsville, it was, it's sometime in the east coast louisiana or something uh kentucky kentucky mm. that's weird well when i was it reminded me of something when i was a kid um i used to go out to my great grandma's in roblin which is about an hour and a half to two hours about, about three hours actually from where i live now and um I went to a camp every year called Jackfish Camp at Jackfish Lake. And they used to tell us these stories about how there was this monster of some sort that would, uh, like we were kids, so I mean, we believed whatever, but there was this monster that, like, that would like come out from the lake that was close by and like try to get into the cabins. And I remember sleeping one night and um, there was like a storm, a little bit of a storm, but nothing too severe. And then, like somewhere in the middle of the night, I remember hearing like scratching on the on the roof of our cabins, and they did have like those tin roofs on the top. So it was really, really weird. Now, whether that was a dream or not, I don't know. I mean, I was eight, so who knows? Right. Um, but another one I wanted to tell um, when I was about fifteen years old, um, I went out to Hope, BC. Um, oh yeah, you probably know. Not far. You guys know where Not that far is. from here. Yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, it's where they filmed Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Is that is that true? Really? Mm-hmm. That's hundred percent true, 100% man. Percent true. Oh. Rambo. Congratulations! Cool. You were just where they filmed Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, well, uh, my stepbrothers used to go there every year when when we were kids to see their dad and their family that lived out there. And so I went one summer with them um, for about a month. And there was a lake. I don't remember where it was exactly. And my details are going to be scattered at best right now. But um, there was a lake somewhere outside of the town, a few miles out of town. And it was at, like a base of a, at the base of a cliff nearby. And there was some legend about some kind of serpent-type thing that lived in the water. And there was a lot of areas in like this lake where there was super deep spots that you could not see to the bottom it was just like it was crystal clear water but you could only see like so far down and then it was turned black and there was some kind of legend about some kind of serpent cryptid thing maybe i thought maybe you guys might know something like that ogopogo well we know we know ogopogo and there is underground caverns connecting okanagan lake to the ocean and other lakes around bc so it could be an ogopogo hmm that's interesting. He's like a 50 foot long serpentine dragon. Like picture a Gyarados in the water. And you have to, yeah, and the like, first, the first nations people used to have to sacrifice deer and shit to cross the lake because they're so scared to go across. He, he's a yeah. Badass. And it was like, um, there was like the, the ones that I heard, there was like, that had like spines across its back and stuff like that. It was, you know, it was really sketchy. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, a lot, there's a lot like, of, really a lot of lake monsters in Canada. Actually, a lot of people claim a lot of lake monsters. Well, Lots of pogos. Lots of pogos Lots of, all around. Of, yeah. Well, you guys should go ogo, ogo pogo hunting. I go often. I have yet to find them, but it's I'm too always easy. looking. <laughs> always uh, looking for that pogo. Oh, um, one more thing. I. One more thing. I, I think that um, Mr. Conspiracy himself is a cryptid. This could be. I can could buy him that. You, you think about it. We we only see him every like once in a while. There's only he only comes on every like twenty five or thirty episodes. If you're lucky. Yeah. He is quite hairy. Yeah. He's super hairy. So, I mean, yeah. It's a valid theory. Valid theory. I would I would get behind that. Lots of support <laughs> that. I 
It's unfortunate he haunts me more than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, Cody, uh, I think that's we're going to wrap open channels number four up for this evening. So we appreciate the call back and uh, always feel free to call and tell some more stories. Always looking for them. So appreciate it. Awesome. I will definitely do so. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Keep buddy. it up. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. We had a slow start to the open channels, but once the lines got rolling, Stories came Fantastic. flowing. Whew. Well, we started with a bunch of calls. <laughs> I like that better. Once the lines got rolling, the stories start. <laughs> lines are open. Let the stories start flowing. What is that? No, I don't know. What did I, I just say? Sound. I forgot what I just said. That was. Boo. Yeah, Wilson back. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Um, well, I have we come up with a sign off for this? Uh, oh, just with the way you said at the beginning. Yeah. Open lines for open minds. Thanks for tuning closed in. Lines, closed lines, closed minds. <laughs> Turn them off. <laughs> no more stories. Peace. Anyways, we're out. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Open channels number Goodbye, five. Goodbye, everybody. Sunday. Peace. Hope you enjoyed the, the show. show. Bye. Cosmic Channels is brought to you by Big Theory Productions. The Cosmic Channels are now closed.